celebrating life, sharing beautiful stories, and overcoming adversity. That is what my guest's mission is. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have a very special guest with me. I was so proud to be a guest on her podcast, Coming from the Heart, and she joins me now, Helene Beck. Thank you for joining me. You're actually half the hosting team because you do this with your daughter. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, Robin, thank you so much. It's so, it's so weird and cool to be on the other side. It's, um, you know, usually I'm sitting there ready to ask the questions and I'm so happy that you're asking me. So thank well, you. Well, so I am so glad that you are here. And I know it is weird because I'm usually the one asking the question. So whenever I'm a guest on someone's show, I always am, it's a little, it's actually a little, little more nerve wracking to be the guest because you have to answer the questions instead of ask them. But you know, you're amongst friends with me, so yeah. we're good oh, yeah. to go. So cool. I want to hear your story. Tell us how you started this podcast with your daughter, why you did it, what's it all about? You're doing it out of your home in Margate. You know, we all have yeah. a podcast. Everybody yeah. has a podcast now. Yes. How's it yeah. going? Um, yeah, um, you know, it's interesting when you ask me to think about or create a little bit of a short bio, because I'm sure, as you know, you have to like really take a moment and think like, how did this all begin or, or when did it all start? Because when you're in the moment, and I feel like for Alexandra and I, we are so in the moment of whatever we're doing. And of course, Alexandra is my daughter and she's the other half of this, of course, this coming from the heart podcast and be with us today she is in israel right now so yeah she's doing her thing and you know her perspective as far as with the podcast is from the gen z perspective and and it's one of those things where you know and i was looking at my notes as i'm talking june 10th last year 2020 i sat down at my kitchen table i said to alexandra i'm just gonna do it let's do it and she's like sure so i sat down i did a little bit of an intro Um, more or less about the why and the how. And the why and the how was that I was going through some issues of vertigo and that last year and some other um, mental health situation that I don't even think that I was completely addressing at that time. And when I went out on a short-term disability, it was right before COVID hit. So I was sort of in this isolation period really before the world was shutting down because mm-hmm. everyone started shutting down COVID like in March and I was out in January, but I had been dealing with some stuff um, with imbalance and vertigo for months prior to that. And I finally made the decision in January to go out and go out on the short term. And then as I say, the world caught up with me with just in that isolation period. Yeah. So for the, for the podcast, um, it was really back I mean, we started at June 10th, but the concept really was in February prior where Alexandra was this incredible, you know, getting kind of emotional as I'm talking about it, <laughs> this support person for me. And, and we had this conversation. She was at Rutgers where she's at school and I was at home trying to navigate my day-to-day, which was really hard for me with lots of things. And um, we got a little bit weepy or sappy in the conversation. And I said, you know, so much of this is coming from my heart. And we both stopped and she didn't say anything and I didn't say anything. And I go, oh, she said, or I said, whoever said, I can't even remember exactly. Maybe this should be something. And then she started doodling on a little piece of a paper. And it was almost like I we were so connected. I mean, she's my daughter, you know, hopefully you're connected in somehow with your child. <laughs> of course. Doodling a heart of some sort. And she was sort of like manifesting as I was thinking. And we were like, okay, 
this is what it is. This is what it should be. So months went by from February to June. Life changed drastically with the pandemic. We were in an opportunity to move back to my hometown. And my hometown really was this place of me beginning anything I had ever done in my life from the time I was a child to the time when I was going to college, came home after college, didn't know what I was going to do. I, it was my safe space. It was this place where I needed to start figuring out and creating again. And being at the beach, as you know, Robin, is that place where every day I was at the ocean. Every day yes. I was walking the beach, trying to figure out how I was literally going to figuratively balance my life and also definitely balance my life in how I was feeling with my own physical ailment of what I was going through. Cause I was going to PT and I was dealing with so many things. And when I was on the beach and I was in this free spirit and looking out at the universe, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And it was also, which I I'm thinking as I'm speaking is, um, one of the benches, if down here in South Jersey, there's a lot of different, when I say a bench, obviously something that you're sitting on, have that plaque. Yes where people make homage to people have, who have lost and all different things. And there was a bench that I came across and it said something like, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but live by the tides and live by the tides. I, I'll remember most of it later as we're speaking. And I was like, yeah, live by the tide. I can't remember the whole thing. And I was like, okay, how do I navigate? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And it was this, this moment, literally, as I was standing at this bench that I came home and I was so enamored by this statement on the bench and I kept saying it and thinking about it and told my friends and told my family. And I felt like the universe, I'm so spiritually connected, started to turn, or maybe I was manifesting it to turn as I spoke to my, my friend, Kim, who's very into manifestation. And then really that was probably before June 10th, maybe that was like April, May. And in June, but backpedaling to what I said when we started the podcast, I just sat down and said, okay, I'm going to do this. I don't know much about podcasting. Alexandra had been involved, not involved, but like listen to podcasts. She yeah. was my first Gen Zer with that. And um, I did the first very short episode, which I said and, and defined kind of like what I was doing with it or what I thought I was going to be doing with it. Cause it, it's completely morphed and changed as it we does happen. On. Yep. Yeah. And I looked over at Alexandra and I said, I'm not sure if I want to do this by myself. Do you want to be a co-host? And she was like, all right. And she <laughs> sat down and that's really the incubation part of where it came. And then the platform of mindfulness, spirituality, uh, mental health, uh, sticking to the truth, um, empowerment for women and all the other, you know, yes. We have similar types of goals in that way. You know, yeah. I started it with more of like yeah. healthy eating and nutrition and yeah. exercise. And I still do a lot of that. Yeah. But as I have learned yeah. in my 30 plus years of doing this stuff, yeah. all of it, a lot of it comes back to your mental health, how you feel about yourself. Yeah. It's very hard to go work out in a gym if you're not feeling great. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to have good mental health if you don't have good physical health. It's absolutely they are combined. Yeah. We are one being. Yes. And it's absolutely. and a lot of times I find that they're so interconnected. I end up doing a lot more on mental health as well, just yeah. because it's such a part of our lives. And thank goodness, and I know you'll agree with this, we've shined a spotlight on it a lot more since oh, yes. COVID began. Oh god, yeah. You agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah, I think people realize the importance of it, still not getting enough funding the way that it should in my opinion, but yeah. we're getting 
closer to understanding the importance of it. I always say if you broke your leg, you'd go get help, you'd get x-rays and a cast. But when somebody has depression or anxiety or whatever they're going through, it's not always as easy to recognize and they may not be as open to getting help. Or some people think, oh, just get over it. Oh, just get over it. Come on, toughen up. <laughs> Great advice oh. if you could do it. Absolutely. <laughs> it no, I agree with you. No, yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. agree with you. So you do so much on the mental health aspect, and I've been very blessed to be part of your panels, which oh, God you. bless you for getting them together. You'll get like 10 people online at the same time, which is amazing to do that. But you've done it on domestic violence and mental health, and it's just such a cool thing to do when you have this group of people all coming from different aspects oh, yeah. of whatever the topic is. What gave you the idea to do this craziness? Cause that's a lot of work. <laughs> um, you know, interesting question. I think it has to do with my past job, really working in the world of grad school with my international students and there at that point when I was working in that world, I was an administrator and I was involved with assessments and, and supporting them. But, but besides that aspect of the job, I always had these personal conversations with them. I felt blessed that they came to me to want to then about certain things, specifically mental health, because when you're talking about international students, you're talking about this, this group of of individuals who, when they come here, they have no support. And then when they can bond to you and they can feel in a certain way, you become almost parenting or, yes. or friendships. And I've created and, and blessed with many friends that I have out there now. Anyway, yeah, back to the why and how. I really think it has to do with, because when I was working as an administrator and doing the grad world and international students, I always was creating. I became a creator about um, just different things I wanted to have as discussions in the classes or things that I felt that needed to be addressed and that worked. And specifically with, um, the mental, well, the mental health was really about, because I was going through my own situation, but I really didn't 100% identify that I was going through whatever I was going through until after the fact, until I started talking to these amazing, glorious people from mm -hmm. all over the world that had all these you know, situations or platforms or therapists and the different people that I brought on to that collaboration we had that time, mm -hmm. who I had had individual podcasts with. One, I think- the collaboration was April Mayish or something like that, and I had spoken to many of the people prior, so I got to know them as friends. And until I started hearing about things that they were talking about, I thought, "Geez, I really was going through all that stuff when I was dealing with the vertigo." Yes, but isn't it amazing yes. when you speak with experts? Like yes. we're blessed. I feel blessed. I get to talk yes. with so many cool people, and you yes. learn so yes. much. And the beauty of it is, you get to share it with others. Yeah. So then I, so back to like, to answer the question and sorry about my doggy. Um, okay. is, um, is that, yeah, I mean, I think the concept or the ideas really came from personal experiences um, or, or topics that I really feel should be voiced or have a voice mental health as a continuum for the next, for the 12 months. Sure. But sexual assault um, that really came about because one of my interns at the time was sharing with me, I mean, you know, Alexandra will laugh and I feel like you have the same DNA and composition. People want to tell you their life. People yes. meet you and they just unload. And next thing you know, you know more than maybe you wanted to know, but you had that certain something and you do absolutely. And I feel oh, like you. sometimes for me, myself as well, and one of my interns 
who was telling me this thing about a situation of sexual assault. And I was like, oh my God. And then we had on a guest who started talking about her situation with sexual assault. And then I heard somebody else. And then it was like, oh my goodness, all these different stories. And I said to Alexandra, you know what? Universe is my guide. Yes. These things I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. This has to be talked about. This has to be addressed and let's just do it. And the collaboration really came from these um, Walk with Dignity, these girls from Penn State, who you were, thanks, you know, thank you so much for being a part of all I was this. Really blown away by it. It, it. it was, it was, it was uh, really, you could feel what they went through in that panel. And it just, yes. you know, I have a daughter who's going to be 18 years old. And I, all I yes. could think about was if I were the mother of these young girls, I would be out of my mind knowing something like this happened to them. No, and you no. know what else is good that you got across? Because when I first started doing interviews 30 years ago and I heard a sexual assault, I thought it was somebody jumping out of the bushes on somebody on their way home from work, mm -hmm. which does happen. But most of the time, it's yes. someone who someone knows. It's somebody Absolutely. on a date or someone that they're with. Things get out of hand and, you know, no yes. means no. And we have to teach our boys that as well. And yes. you really shined a light on oh, how all of these girls knew knew these people and that was Absolutely. really i think it's eye-opening for a lot of people who may not be as familiar with this no. as, as no. they they may should be actually well yeah no i agree with you and thank you so much for that you know for that accolade yeah i mean i think it was one of those things that walk with dignity walk with dignity um contacted alexandra because she was putting some stuff out on instagram i guess i, I don't know exactly how it, the exact moment of the, of the connection. And then we connected with them and then they became such special friends as they are now. And we were like, okay, great. If you have some people that want to share, we'll do it. And then it's sort of like, it, as we say, it morphed it, it grew and it changed, morph is growing, of course. And then it became this webinar because I felt like I didn't want to leave anybody out. Yes. Anyone who wanted to have a voice. I wanted to make sure that they it were was part so of impactful it was so good and i yeah it really left me thinking afterward that these poor girls for this one moment in their life or we could some of them it was more than one moment but for this time in their life they have to live with this for yes. the rest of their life i mean they yes. many of them are in therapy many of them oh, cried yeah. as they were speaking oh, it. it infuriated me really it really if you i have to you had to ask my my perspective of it infuriated me that they had to carry this burden because of someone else and what someone else did to them. It's just not right. So I just, I just loved it. I thought it was such a well, good thing, but you. it was, thank it you. was like a lot to carry. Like, it's a lot. I don't know if you felt it afterwards. I was oh tired. God. I was exhausted oh afterwards. Yes. It yes. was extremely, um, empowering. And yes. afterwards it took, you know, like uh, you, you know, I look to you as this, um, as this mentor, this person who's been doing oh, what you've well, done you. for so long that you know, like when you speak to so many topics or you speak to so many different individuals, you need to keep your sacred space. Yes. Like you need to almost prepare. You know, I've talked to some of my friends doing, um, my friend Iffy Thomas out there um, who, about just, she talks about positivity and all the confidence and things that she does and other people with their platforms is that, and back to like what we do with the podcast is, Yes, you're speaking to all these people, but you have to make sure that you you give yourself that that your own space because you can get very attached, as Alexandra and oh, I do, yes. to people's mm -hmm. energy and what they're putting forward. And specifically, yeah, but you're like, a human being, and yes. you, you can't you can't you're not a robot. You no. can't help but feel for these people. No, and, no, no, um, no, no, no. To yeah. clarify, yeah, of course you feel absolutely, but 
it's um, th- some of the topics that you get into are are tough, and it's always like yes. you have to preface. And even as we're speaking right now, I'm thinking, you know, we probably should be airing that or, or promoting people to check that out again. Yes. And we have so many different new people. And, and you know, for, thank- for those who are yes. watching or listening, where can we find it? Yeah, they could go to Apple or Spotify and just go okay. look under sexual assault. You know, they'll find it on the, I forgot what, Alexandra always knows the exact number of the episode, but it's there. It's, it's coming, yeah. from, coming from the Heart Podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, it's coming from the Heart Podcast, Spotify, Apple, and it was in April. It was April, okay. we did it in April. Now I'm reflecting. Yeah, we did it in April because that's sexual assault month. Yes, quite. yes. Yeah. And it was very, very well done. And Thank I know you. it took a lot to coordinate. Sometimes Thank it takes you. a lot to get one guest and you had so many on the panel all at once logging in at one, I know that took a lot of work on your part. You. I know no, it did. Thank you. Thank that was you. really, really good. And you're doing some other things though, like summer season, you're doing yeah. lifestyle culture and food. What's that all? Yeah, about? that is so fun. Um, and again, it's funny because Alexandra's like, where'd you come up with that one? I'm like, you know, it's like when I was at school doing my different gigs of like topics and things I think kids would be, you know, grad school, grad students would be interested in. Um, coming from other countries. And that kind of was like, okay, lifestyle. Okay, we know lifestyles, lifestyle is so different depending upon culture. Food is obviously universal, obviously from different places as well. And um, we kind of just thought, all right, what, for summer, summer's fun. Let's lighten this up a little bit, but still include the mental health co- you know, component. And I'm really excited because I've now been going down to the farmer's market down here in South Jersey more and have met really cool people. And what I sort of, what I was saying to you earlier before we started recording is that we're doing Instagram lives. Not that I'm not doing, not that I don't refer, reference myself as a podcaster because clearly that's what we are, what we yeah. do. But having the Instagram lives and having the capacity to just bring people on for a shorter segment of time or, or sometimes they're a little longer, um, it's just great. It's fun. Instagram sure. live, everybody likes to see other people hopping on to say hi. And we archive it on our um, on our feed. So then you can look at it at a later date. If oh, that's great. And just Instagram live coming from the heart podcast or coming yeah, from the heart. Yeah, all they have to do is go to coming underscore um, from the heart podcast and they'll see on our feed and they just click on it and it's there. That's awesome. And, you know, let me just ask you this question, because I've been doing this 30 plus years, a lot of experience, you know, working in television, radio for a long time. You had never done this before. So God bless that you just did it. You just started it. I mean, that's that takes a lot of guts. What? Is it what you thought it would be? What were the challenges? Oh my gosh. How do you feel about it now? Or do you love it? Um, yeah, I absolutely this is this is what I this is my this is what I let me let me backpedal because I'm speaking and thinking. This is what I am supposed to be doing right now in my life. A thousand and ten percent. And I say that because I feel like specifically when you have so many different jobs prior to that job that you enjoy, you you are able to take all of your experiences and put it into what you do now. And I can say that for me, like when I, you know, as a kid, um, I was in sales or I, or I worked in stores down here at the shore. And then I worked in, you know, in, as a caterer in food and then going off to college after college, I was in sales. I was working for manufacturings in, in Manhattan, manufacturers in Manhattan. I traveled in my car. I, did all the garment stuff. And then after that, I went into education and did that for about 20 years. And um, 
took the, shall I say, I always had a strong um, writing background and got my master's in applied linguistics and then was able and had this glorious opportunity and honor to work with international grad students for a period of time. But I also taught elementary school for four years, um, working with, again, international, that was always my my, my gig and then worked with continuing ed students when I first started my career, when I first got my master's before I even taught in the grad world. I, so I taught grad world undergrad. I taught, um, I taught, oh my God, I taught the, in the craziest places. I've taught in Mexican restaurants, helping, <laughs> helping people who literally um, transition coming from other countries, learn English. Uh -huh. so I understand the frustration when people first come here and they're trying to acclimate not just with the language, but with the culture and everything. So I've, I've seen from ground zero, I've had 50, 60 kids, people, individuals in classes, as we call that continuing education, because you don't need to have formalized education. Right, right. On the speaking and the language skills. And then after that, I went into working in an elementary sector. And then in between, I was always had my hand in college because it was right. a good way for me to be able to, when I, so my, you feel like all of that yes, life experience yes, culminated into yes. what you're doing now. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Cause I always had the voice. I always had the writing aspect. Um, I always felt very comfortable speaking to large venues of people. And that was really the thing when Alexandra and I started talking about the podcast is that I, because I was going through my own issues of mental health and my physical and all that stuff is that I needed to get my voice back out there to cathartically heal myself so I could touch others. Like that was my void when I didn't know when I was on the beach and I was looking for my answers Yeah, to circle back as Alexandra, come back to the hometown, figure out what I was going to do, but sort of get my spark back. And I didn't have a spark for a while, for well over a year, like I was sort of just flat and I didn't know, and I was floundering. But once I started speaking to people and was able to, to reconnect or make connections again, I began, I, I began to shine. As she yes. Said. Yes. And well, and there's a lot to doing a podcast more than just talking. This is the easy part. No, Getting all no, the behind no, the scenes, technical no. stuff together, which I didn't know. No, and you have no, to learn no. and teach yes, yourself. Yeah. I mean, Google oh it, God. always Google yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, no. And you ask people and people are nice about it, which is great. And we all help each other. We oh send each other guests, yeah. you know, which is really yeah. good. But yeah. you know, talking about the spark, I mean, that is something you can see your eyes light up when you talk about doing your podcast. But I think a lot of people really reevaluated re their life during COVID. I think oh, yeah. we were shut in. We were shut yeah. down. We weren't moving at that breakneck pace as we always had, had done. And I think it really gave people a chance to review their life. And really look at it, have a different perspective on things. I was just reading something. People are talking about working less and doing more with their kids yeah, and spending absolutely. more time with their family. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you're not going to look back and go, boy, I wish I worked more. Yeah. <laughs> wish I spent more time in the office. You're going to wish that you had more time when your kids were young or when you were oh, no. you know, missing this or missing that. And absolutely. I just think people absolutely. are really reevaluating and trying to find that spark because there's a lot of people that are unhappy in their jobs yes. or career and it's yes. and it's tough to make a change let's face it we have to make a living yes. we have to pay for our, we have to pay our bills mm -hmm. but i think people are really thinking i need to make a change in my life if they can if they go yeah. for it and they're and they're they're taking bigger chances i don't know if you feel that but i i do no um no i absolutely i mean you know you commented on the spark which i was greatly 
missing within myself or the connectivity. And then I think like, you know, it's a culmination of everything I ever did in my life and the experiences and the writing, because I, you know, writing everything now and, and the content and then putting stuff out on social media, like back to what you mentioned for a moment about the learning curve of social media. I mean, I really did, I didn't, I knew of social media, I was on social media, but I didn't really take part in much of that. I mean, yeah. Alexandra was doing most of that. And now I can say I'm holding my own and beyond because I needed to know and I want to know. And um, yeah, and that, has been a huge component for me personally as something that I'm proud of myself that I, I am taking it all on. Yes. As far as yes. That. Good for and, you. I mean, I, yes. it's not something yes. that we didn't, we weren't born with phones no. in our hands, like our kids. No. And so it takes a little bit longer, but I always say it's not brain surgery. You can learn it. It's there. Absolutely. I mean, my mom Absolutely. was afraid to use her cell phone, God rest her soul, but <laughs> she was, she was scared. She was going to blow the house up or something. I'm like, mom, yes. you know, it's no, not, no, it's no, not no, as no. hard as you think you can find. No. And there's always someone ask. And oh yeah. Always, always online. So there's somebody teaching something on YouTube oh, no. about it. <laughs> no, no. I love that. And like, yes. my, you know, and my son has been an amazing resource. Yes. You have teenagers. It's always helpful. Me. Oh yeah. yeah. He's been great. And like, you know, and you also said about, there's a lot that goes into a podcast and, and to backpedal for that, like, yeah, I, I had not a clue to much more of like, you get on, you speak this and that, but people don't realize and kudos to you, Robin, because you've done this and you know this, there's so much that goes into the process. There's a tremendous yes. amount. And I laugh with people that, oh, let me just go start a podcast. Or I'm like, okay, let me see how that works out yeah, for you. Yeah. Maybe it'll be wet. Maybe it'll do well if you have yeah. a following or something, but I don't know. But you know, it is true though. And you said you just started and I sort of did the same thing. I mean, I was used to talking to people for years researching all that stuff but i didn't know the technical side i had to get you know a mixer and a microphone and the, yeah. this and that and then the rss feed i'm like what the heck's an rss feed what is that how you have to attach it to all the spotify and apple and all this and, and then i decided i wanted to do video because i'm a video girl i do video and so i thought well that's a whole nother aspect the lighting yeah. and this and that but yeah. um you learn it, you do it, and it's and it is fun. It is such a joy. I feel the same way. I just love it. I love meeting people, and you learn. And yeah. not only are you learning, but you're sharing with oh other people, God. and yeah. that's what means cool. so much. You're hopefully bringing some information or knowledge or joy yes. to other yes. people's lives, and that's what's so beautiful about doing yeah. this. Not even just this way, but I do it on the radio, and I did it on TV for years. I've always loved it. It's always been oh. my my passion, and and fitness, you know to go along with it. But the fitness part of it is sort of like hand in hand. I try to promote that to other people because I think it's such an important element in our lives, eating right, taking care of our bodies, mental health, all of it, fitness, oh, yeah. all of it, all of it's connected. I find that fitness, mental health go together, oh, yeah. health, fitness, you know, nutrition, oh, all of it's connected, you know, oh, and it, we, we're like a, we're like a big pie and we have slices of the pie with yeah. all different aspects of our lives, the spiritual, the fit, the physical, the mental, and all of it has to fit together. And when one piece is missing, it's not a whole pie. And it's, you know, you have yes. to keep on like making sure that you're all good in each of those areas, relationships, you know, and it's not, it's tough. <laughs> it's not always perfect. We yeah. all have our issues in our lives. We all have something, but um, what you're doing is, is oh, really incredible you. and god bless you know to both well, you and you. your daughter you know well, i really you. i give you a lot of credit where can people find you again 
Well, I feel like this is Alexandra's space because she always tells this. Um, you can find us on Instagram at coming underscore from the podcast and uh, coming from, from the heart. Coming, <laughs> let me say it again. Coming underscore from the heart. There we go. Podcast. And that's, of course, on Instagram. And you can find us on Apple and Spotify. So we air most Fridays. You can catch us. Um, we usually air at 6 a.m. But going forward into the fall, we are going to probably like change it up a little bit. We'll probably be doing two episodes a month instead of doing four. And then every week somewhere on an Instagram live, you know, we're talking to somebody. Um, you can hop on that and say hi to us. And, and when then, do you do that? Just different times? Um, yeah, it used to be on Thursdays and now it's kind of changed up with people's you know, schedules, schedules and summer yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, but you record I them. They're always there. They are there tonight at 7 p.m. We're going to be speaking to a woman named Maria and she sells pickles down here in South Jersey. <laughs> you got to love that. And then hopefully tomorrow, Mike Hoff from Tony Baloney is going to come on and say hello. And, uh, you know, we're cool with people's schedules. Things yeah. And you do a mix. I do the same, the mix of local you know. and the mix of, I could be talking, I'm talking to someone in the UK next week, you know, oh. just depends on where they are. If people have a story yeah. and they got information to share. Right why not you know so i love it i love I it really appreciate your joining me do you want to end with anything and you know uh, oh. some messages for anyone um yeah you went comments i think you said something about you know the shit what entails what you do as far as your platform and i, I think our platforms are so in line with the mental yes. health and the yes. spirituality and all that and the components of the pie i think the last thing that i just was going to meant to say is the sharing of beautiful stories that whether we speak to someone who's famous. We've had definitely some famous people hop on. Ben Higgins, one of them, you know, was The Bachelor and my friend Scott Rosenfeld, who's a producer and then people who I say famous and infamous. But <laughs> it's really just about getting to the core of what people want to share a little bit about themselves. Because I think often people, you know, Ben, um, ben Higgins also wrote a book called um, In Plain Sight. And you, you know, you look at people and you think of them in a certain way, but really at the end of the day, they're very much like all of us. Yep. So we, yep. I don't get so enamored or like, oh my God, this is such a famous person. It's more about how are you touching other people's lives? Absolutely. What are you doing to, con to, to connect to a community? I mean, Boys and Girls Club is another um, organization that we've connected to with down here, which we're so proud to be part of that awesome, as well. Awesome organization. And, yeah. And then the yeah. last thing is really education. I feel like at heart, um, I was brought up with parents who were educators. Um, I went a different path in college and then circled back to education later. And for me, it's about getting a message out every time I'm on an Instagram live or, a, or an episode, I'm trying to give information as you do, Robin, about things that I think that are really important that would touch people. That yeah. is so awesome. That is great. I, I love all that. I mean, I'm Thank just you. so, um, I'm really, you know, as I said, I've had the experience doing it. So, and you basically just started in this. So I give you a lot of credit because I know, you. you know, it was, it was a challenge for me. So I give you tons of credit, just being able to do it and pull it off and being successful with it. And I wish you well going forward. And I'm sure we'll be doing something again together soon. I, I love that. Yeah. I, I know we will. I know we will. So I, I, all the blessings to you and I'm thank glad you're you. doing so well. All thank right. Thanks Robin. again for joining me and thank you for joining me for living well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Hope to see you again next time. Until then, please stay safe and keep living well.